The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Brian Hall's voice. It's Brian Hall. (laughs) Grey Cup tickets went on sale six minutes ago. Now, we hold the record here in Edmonton for the fastest sellout in Grey Grey Cup history, selling out games in just six days last last time. That was 2010. Uh, Fans are encouraged to act fast to secure theirs. Uh Uh-huh. You know who's down at uh, Commonwealth right now? I'm going to guess it's Reed Wilkins. It is. Hey, Reed Wilkins. Hey, Jalen. Hey, Andrew. Hey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us. What's happening down there? Lots of people? Yeah, well, there was... Uh, I'm outside the rec center, so uh, the entrance kind of on the north side along Stadium Road. Uh, there's a There was a lineup outside the team store uh, about three or four hours ago of wow. people getting ready to go in and, mm-hmm. and, and buy tickets. So that's uh, that, that's inside. So that lineup grew throughout the late morning and, and early afternoon. And outside here, uh, the Grey Cup's about 15 feet away from me right now. Uh, I think they're doing a bit of a... They, they've had it set up close to the doors. They're just moving it. So that's been pretty cool because people can just wander by and look at the Grey Cup find Warren Moon's name on it, Mike Riley, whoever your favorite player was <laughs> in the past, and, and grab a photo with it. So that's a cool attraction. Great Cup's been around, uh, obviously, was in, in studio during Inside Sports last night. That was fun, and it's going to be at uh, Fan Day Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium when the Eskimos have their Fan Day on, on Sunday. So you can come see the Great Cup as well. Jeff McKinney, McQuinney is the trustee of, of the Great Cup. That's actually his job. He's the trustee of the Great Cup. Now, he's the guy with the the white gloves, right? He's the guy with the white gloves that gets the transfer around. And his, uh, just before you guys called me, he was showing me uh, some old pictures, uh, you know, because the Great Cup used to be a little smaller, right? It was mostly just the chalice on top. And then in the mid-80s, they added that big base. He has all the stories, all the details. His dad won a Great Cup as a member of the Edmonton Eskimos, by the way, in the 1950s. How long has he had that job? (laughs) uh, I think he's had it four years now. Okay, very mm. cool. Yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a pretty neat job. So yeah, there's a, uh, you can come grab a pop and a hot dog for free outside the, the rec center here too and uh, wander your way into the team store if you like. And of course, Ticketmaster.ca is another way you can get tickets. Well, we're hearing already from a couple of texters who says the Ticketmaster is uh, indicating the Grey Cup is sold out. That can't be true. So are people still buying tickets at the store? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, they, ju- they just went on sale at 2 and there were around 17,000 seats left. So, man, that would be something. It would be if it was <laughs> if sold, sold out, out already. Minutes, if they sold out in 10 minutes, I, I would maybe say uh, keep keep trying, or maybe they went on a little early. I don't know. Yeah, it's but, possible. Uh, I know yeah, yeah, with big concerts. at 2 o'clock. Yeah, with big concerts, Reed, sometimes it, it, it kicks you back out again because yeah. there's just too much traffic on the site. So I, I think you're right. If they just keep trying or head on down to Commonwealth, they can also phone uh, 1-855-985-5000. 1-855-985-5000.
Yeah, I'd be quite shocked. I mean, it was a record last time at six days, so I, I doubt very much it, it happened in yeah, six I don't know minutes. If it, I don't know if it's going to go from six days to six minutes. That'd be quite a story, though, if it, <laughs> yeah, if it did. did. If it yeah. did, well, well, you'll be the first to know right here on 630 That's Chat. Right. So again, ticketmaster.ca slash Cup. the phone number that Andrew told you, or you can head down to Commonwealth at, uh, on Stadium Road. Uh, you want to get there probably fairly soon, though. Yes. All right. Thanks a lot, Reed. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Have a good afternoon. Yeah, yeah you, you too. You too, friend. 209, we'll keep you updated on that. Although a lot of you, yeah, the text coming in saying that it is sold out. But keep trying. I'm yeah. going to suggest that you keep on trying there. We'll keep you updated throughout the afternoon on that one. So uh, speaking uh, still of sports for just a moment, because I'm uh, headed down to Vegas in a couple of days here. Um, read an article this morning I thought was interesting about the Vegas sports book. And you keep hearing stories about mm-hmm. what the odds were yep. if you were to have uh, predicted that the Vegas Golden Knights could win the Stanley Cup back before the season began. Some people say 200, some people uh, 201, others 501. There was a book, a sports book, book, uh, that offered 501 and only 13 tickets were sold at that 501. (laughs) The going odds at the time in Vegas, the ones that the book, you know, all the different books had was 200 to 1. But they're suggesting now, based on what they've sold, and they can't break it down by ticket, and there's too many of them, in Vegas alone, so not counting those who bought tickets elsewhere, um, they believe they're going to lose between the city of Las Vegas says they're collectively going to lose between five million and seven million dollars <laughs> if the Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> well, just you know, but they're going to win in many other ways. Yeah, so for let's sure. Put it that way. Uh, and speaking of which, so of course you've been hearing about the impending strike among uh, various unions down in uh, Las Vegas, fifty thousand workers. So. They've settled uh, with some of them. So Mm. about a quarter of them, 12,500, have settled. And I believe that's the MGM folks that have settled with their union. And that would mean that uh, Caesars Entertainment would probably use that as a framework to try and settle with their union. And that would take care of most of the workers. Uh, But as of uh, 10 minutes ago, nobody's on strike. Nobody's actually walked off Nobody's walked off. Yeah. Mm, Okay, well, it is Friday night, so they might get through the weekend first and head out on on Monday. Uh, It's Friday, a rainy Friday Mm -hmm. afternoon, and I hope that makes you feel... Okay, it kind of. I this, today I woke up and thought, gosh, I just want to stay in bed. But Dr. Gans yeah. uh, is going to join us this afternoon. We're going to talk about being a dad. Makes sense. Father's Day, I guess, is just around the corner. It right? is. A it couple is of Father's weeks. Day month. By the time we see Gans again, Father's Day will be in the rearview mirror. Yeah. So it makes sense to do this. Should be an interesting topic, and we really appreciate again that uh, Gans was uh, <sighs> able to move from Wednesday to Friday for us. So the pipeline hotline. Pipeline hotline. I was almost ready to say it this time. Hotline, pipeline. No, Completely see, yeah, different. Yeah. Um, there's a number of stories we want to get to today. It is Friday. We have the stories from the Big Blue Folder to get to as well. But there's a number that kind of flow together this afternoon. And you remember last week we told you about Michael Rotondo. Mm. He is the... Uh, he's he was the, the guy the, the parents guy, were trying to throw out, the right? The 30-year-old yeah. in New York that the <laughs> parents had to take to court to get rid of. And think about it at, at your home because it spurred a, a conversation about how you got your kids out of the house or how long they stayed in the house for. And a lot of you came up with some really, really great ideas, you know, charging them rent, keeping half it, giving back yeah. mortgage payments, all that sort of stuff. So we thank you for that. But finally, uh, a judge ordered him out and today was the day. He left this morning, da, 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 around 7.30 New York time. No, sorry, 9.30 uh, New York time. 7.30 our time. So he... 
He tried He's to do gone. it a couple times. He's gone. He tried to go out once, and, and um, there were so many reporters in the backyard or something, he had to go back. So he showed back up again um, with a truck to load a cooler and some garbage bags. Um, then remember the car? The parents wanted yep. the car. It was a Volkswagen they were, Passat. They, well, weren't they prepared to fix it or something? Yeah, and they're like, it's got to be moved. It's got to yep. be moved. They were going to give him money, all that sort of stuff. So he said he finally got it going after a few false starts, but oh, had nice. to get moving because um, it wasn't circulating any coolant. And he quoted to the reporters, I got to get going before that thing blows up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've waited to, you've waited too long to leave home when it becomes a media event when you do. Well, and that's the thing. And um, he said that he had said goodbye to his parents, quote, more or less, and maintained that he would not have a relationship with them. I'm like, you think? <laughs> I think you might have burned that bridge a little while ago. Um, yeah, so he's... Um He's uh, he did show up at one point. He wanted to get into the home, I guess, uh, for some for some Lego. Oh, I don't blame him for that. You Listen, know, nobody was, judge him for wanting to get the Lego. It was his son's Lego, yeah. and he had lost custody and um, unsupervised visitation of his son in 2017, but he still wanted the Lego. If I knew Police where my Lego called. was, I'd be all over that. <laughs> anyway, he's out, and he says... He feels great to be leaving. I'm sure he does, and uh, not as great as his parents do. Is that uh, is that also... Is, did that happen in New York? It Was that guy... It, it must be a New York thing, uh-huh. because it turns out there's a story out of Manhattan. A woman... Imagine re- this, you guys. <laughs> so here's the deal. 11 years ago, this woman in Manhattan um, started a relationship or got into a relationship with a man, and together they bought themselves uh, a condo, and... And the man started fixing it up. So things got a little sketchy, I guess, between them. They were engaged. They were engaged. I mean, yeah. Just kind of, and then the engagement broke off. Yeah, as these things do happen. It's better to break it off than to get into an unhappy marriage. So he moved out and she moved in. And they had gone halves on this condo. Well, over the years that have followed, it's gotten a little sketchy as to whose condo it is. She still lives there 11 years later. But she refuses to pay him back for his half. Yeah. Now they had, on, they had agreed at one. You know, we at some we're point gonna, we're going to split right. this. Whoever stays there pays the other uh, the fifty percent out. But she's never been able to get the financing. And it's funny because her profession is listed as a high end colorist. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if coloring hair pays well, but uh, if you're a high well, end one, let me tell you how much I pay for my hair coloring <laughs> really? every four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why and, you're not and, a real redhead? No. He's a Swedish shooting instructor who runs an old-time pheasant hunting estate in rural Idaho. It's an odd combination of people that, uh, you know... (laughs) (laughs) We need a gunshot. (laughs) She will not leave. And here's the funny thing. He says he hasn't even been in the condo in 11 years because at some point over the years, she gave a list of who's allowed in through the front door and took his name off it. So he can't even get in the condo. He owns 50% on paper. She owns 50%, but has never paid him for her half. She now she does say she's been paying all the bills all this time, but why wouldn't she? She's the I mean, one she's living, living there. there. So, so she, he wants a judge to order her to sell it or yeah. force him first force her to give him his cut. Now, another another um, condo unit in that building sold uh, recently between 567000 and 725000 Which American? That's a nice hunk of change. Yeah, you're looking at 100, uh, 
Yeah, hundred million. Or you're looking at a million, sir. Yeah. You're looking at a million dollars. She uh, says Canadian. she just found out about the lawsuit, thought everything was settled. <laughs> <laughs> that's very ex-girlfriendish oh. or ex-boyfriendish for them. Oh. But really, I didn't know I there was a problem. I think that's just an ex thing. Yeah, it can exactly. be just an ex thing. I just had a text from Reed for all of you trying to get uh, Grey Cup tickets, and he says. Um, yes, people are getting sold out messages, but the game is not sold out. The system is just busy. It's so overwhelmed. Trying, okay. Still trying. And you want to talk about love and marriage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Go for it. How about this one? Here we go. Just cycling through them all. Uh, you know, sometimes... You have a bet. Um, you make bets. Andrew was talking about the the Golden Knights off the top. Well, there yep. was a couple, um, again, in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania, and um, the gr- the bride actually made a bet with a mutual friend. And it wasn't even the groom. It wasn't even the groom. Yeah. But made a bet with a mutual friend that if the Eagles won the Super Bowl that the groom would wear an Eagles jersey to the wedding. And keep in mind, this bet was placed long before the Super Bowl. It was placed at the beginning of the season. So it wasn't like just one of those, it's either this team or that Mm -hmm. team bets. It was like, no, I think the Eagles are going all the way. And so it started to build and build and build even more as the Eagles got closer and closer and closer. And then, of course, we know that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. It was a great game. And guess what? Well, of course, the Eagles did win. Now, he showed up looking like a groom. Yeah, he, he had was, his tux on. Yeah, he had his tux on. But, uh, you know, word had spread throughout mm-hmm. the crowd that maybe he'd be wearing an Eagles jersey. Uh, as soon as the uh, nuptials were exchanged, is that what you called them? Yeah, he put it on. He donned the Eagles jersey and the DJ. Who didn't know there was a bat but was uh, quick on his feet uh, played the Eagles fight song. The Eagles fight song? (laughs) Is that anything like the Eskimos fight song? I'm guessing very similar. Do we we have it? We should find it, see what it looks like. The Eagles fight song. Uh, They were pronounced husband and wife. uh, Crowd went nuts. Of course, they're probably all Eagles fans. And then how about this one, real quick, too? Because I've had an arrangement like this. I don't know that I still do. I think a lot of people have done this. I did this as well. I did it in high school. I did it in my early 20s. I think I did it again with a a comedian, obviously a female comedian. Um, But it was years ago, and I'm not sure what her status is these days, but it's one of those things where you say, look, if we're both single at whatever point, you and I will get married. It was Donna Stratton in high school. I said, if we're both 50 and unmarried, well, I've passed 50, mm-hmm. so that bets off. Uh, I think with Monique, it was uh, 75, so I still have some time to go, uh, the comedian. Uh, but there was a couple, and they made that uh, arrangement with one another back in high school. If they're both single, when they're 50, they'll get married. Now, they both did get married, but those relationships didn't work out. Um, so they kind of got back together again 30 years after high school. Mm-hmm. And in 2016, the relationship became romantic and has eventually led to a proposition of marriage. And in Minnesota. In Minnesota. And the kids are happy. Everybody's, Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy about it. In fact, one of the children uh, said to the local papal, uh, paper, people who are meant to be the together... Local pope. Yeah, the local pope. The local pope. <laughs> the local pope. People who are meant to be together will always find each other. It may take 37 years, but it can happen. You know what? Met a couple like that on our listener trip uh, last year really? to Puerto Morales. Jim oh, and I, not, not in our group. No, not yeah, in yeah. our group, but um, Coach and I were sitting at the bar and we got talking with another couple there, and they had known each other. They had Both of their partners had died, oh. but they were mutual 
friends. They like the partners, the couples were friends. And when their partners died over the next couple of years, they ended up getting together. Really? And they're and they're married now and everyone's happy and everything's great. There we're friends on Facebook now. They live in Minnesota too. Really? I actually No, heard, they live in Michigan. I heard very similar. There it's a state and it starts with them. Uh, I heard of a story of a man and a woman who were visiting their spouses in palliative care mm. and it went on for quite some time and then when they died? Then when they died, the two married. Mm-hmm. They just formed this relationship while visiting each other's or their yeah. own spouses. Yeah. My um one of my aunts. One of my step aunts, I guess she is. Step aunt seems wrong. Step aunt sounds violent. But uh, she's yeah. Um, her her best friend died, and um, years later, Mary, married the husband. Married the husband. I don't think I could do that. Isn't there still a code? Well, you know, at the at the end of it, I guess if you're happy. Yeah. It's always weird when you hear about. I, I shouldn't say weird because I'm sure listeners, some listeners have done this. Friend is one thing. That's kind of like. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Brother or sister is another. What do you mean, brother or sister? Like you, you either divorce or lose your spouse, and mm. you marry their. Oh, yeah, that's lovely. yeah. I've heard of that a few times too. I mean, they look alike, they sound alike. You know what I mean? That's sort yeah. of like, it's a, more, a comfort thing, I think, perhaps. And you don't have to get to know the in-laws. <laughs> I pretty much you already know what you're dealing it. with. <laughs> It's a Friday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us after 3 o'clock for another edition of How Does That Make You Feel? It always makes me feel great, and I know it's a popular segment among our listeners. On the texting line at 6.30-6.30, we were talking about your spouse dying or mm. uh, getting a divorce and uh, marrying somebody uh, related to them. My grandfather's wife died in 1940-something, and then he married her sister, told you it happens and I, I, I that's just unusual I think after my husband passed away I married my husband's best friend that from Jeanette hmm way to go Jeanette and did you know this I, I haven't googled it yet but I'll trust our listener Warren Buffett married his wife's mm. sister after she died but the strange part was she already lived with them Oh, in this text, you guys are making fun of the Rotondo guy. What if he uh, has an undiagnosed mental issues? Shouldn't jump to conclusions. Dumb show you guys try to fill the time with nonsense that you think is funny. Who knows? Maybe one day your kids will turn 30 and have mental issues of their own. Huh. Well, I hope you have a great weekend. Yeah. Thanks for the text. <laughs> uh, booyah, section GG. So the the uh, Eskimo tickets, again, if you're getting the, the, the indication that the tickets are sold out, they're not yet. Keep trying, friends. And uh, hey, listen, with uh, Father's Day just around the corner, and that, by the way, uh, fathering and uh, being a dad are uh, is uh, Gans's topic for today. I'm looking forward to it. But if you're starting already to shop for a unique gift for dad, this from the uh, big blue folder of... Uh, Stories. A fashion company is selling Crocs with built-in tube socks. It's it's disgusting. Just take a moment with that. Yeah, it's just awful. Uh, a fashion company in New York. It's called Alfie. They just teamed up with Crocs to make luxury Crocs. They call them, and the ones that stand out are a pair of white Crocs with colored tube socks built in. They're selling them for a hundred and forty dollars U.S. Uh, they all go on sale in two weeks at alfienewyork.com. Uh, although the weird thing is, if you just bought Crocs and socks, it would cost you like 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. But you, then it's two separate things. You know, this is all in one <laughs> fell swoop. You put your socks on and your shoes on at the same time. And do you know where I read that story, oddly enough? Uh, GQ. Mm. 
<laughs> High fashion magazine for men. Yeah, exactly. I don't have a subscription. Have you ever worn a pair of Crocs? I have not. Neither have I. Apparently they're quite. Them. Apparently they're quite comfortable. Now, is there a difference between Crocs and the plastic ones you see in the bargain bin at the dollar store? Yeah, Are those Crocs as well? No, they're Though knock they're off knockoffs. Crocs. Knock knockoff knock Crocs. Crocs. <laughs> The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.